Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will give the first part of a message which is titled, The Other Side, Core Requirements. This series of Other Side messages will be Pastor Chuck's conclusion to our Exodus series. Today's message will focus on the importance of obedience to Christ as we reach the other side. This message will root itself in Exodus 15, verses 22 through 27. So if you have your Bibles, please turn over there right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Exodus chapter 15, I want you to get ready at verse 22. Exodus chapter 15, get ready at verse 22. This is back to school season. This is back to school season. What does that mean? Back to school season. Kids are now going back to school and parents are going back to school with them. Uh, normally parents are excited about this time of year because it seems like they get most of their day back to themselves where they can drop off the kids at school and the teachers take them from there and they uh, care for them, they nurture them, they teach them, they lead them throughout the days. But we've been in this uh, stay at home or safer at home season. And unfortunately, our children haven't been able to physically go back to school. So parents have had to adjust. They've had to find ways to, to minister to their children, to serve their children while they're at home sitting on their laptops for eight hours a day as they're trying to get their lessons from different teachers and teachers are having to adjust and administrators are having to adjust and students are having to adjust and parents are having to adjust. And it's unfortunate because I don't know if kids, most of the kids got able to, to, to flex their back to school clothing. You know, most of like when you go back to school, you know, you're ready to floss your new fashion. You know, you got high fashion, you got your fresh kicks, you got your fresh gear, you know, you ready, got your fresh polos, you know, you just ready to go out there and just be fly, you know, just let them know that you are the gold standard for flyness in your school. And so we just haven't had that opportunity. But one thing that happens when you get back to school, typically before you get back to school, you typically get your class schedule. You get your class schedule and it has your core classes on there and it also has your electives on there. Well, today, what I want us to do is I want us to know that we're going to look at a core requirement today. We're going to look at a core requirement. And that uh, core requirement, well, we actually had one on last week. Last week or two weeks ago, we've been looking at the Red Sea account. And in that Red Sea account, we took the core class of faith. We saw that core requirement class of faith. And now we're transitioning into another core class. This is, let's say this is the second semester that we're moving into. And now we're looking at um, another core class there. So we're all in this class together. Nobody is exempt. We all have permanent assigned seats. And we also have a teacher who loves to give us open book exams. Now pay attention because what we fail to realize is that these open book exams are the hardest ones to take. I don't know about you all, but when I was in school, I would much rather take a regular quiz or a regular exam. What I mean by regular quiz or regular exam, where I had to study and I had to go into the classroom and I had to remember the content in order to pass the class. Open book, open notes was always the worst because the teachers made them harder no matter how much you looked through that book, you could never find the answers. And if you did, it took you forever to find it. And so what's even worse about open book exams, because once you hear open book exams, it puts you in a position where you just don't even consider studying no more. You ain't really trying to pay attention to your notes. You're not going to read over your notes. You ain't trying to study. 
All you are excited about is the fact that I have my book and everything that I need to have is in my book. But that ain't how normally how teachers work. They normally always put something in the exam that is from a general concept perspective is in the book. But the lower level specific details of what you need in order to answer the question is not there. It's not found there. And so you have to have to use your brain. And then in that moment, you really wish that you didn't take that open book exam. So here we are today. Here we are today in another foundational class. And I hope that we will uh, be mindful of the notes that the Lord has given us already. Be mindful of the lessons that we have already learned as we've been walking through this book of Exodus. Be mindful of what was taught in these foundational classes, class sessions, or what we see in the Bible in this particular book of Exodus as chapters, what we have learned from the chapters prior that's going to help us in this foundational class. And today I want to introduce you on your class schedule. You have a teacher and this teacher's name is this professor's name is Dr. Jehovah Rapha. And in his class, you either pass it or you fail it. There is no grading on the curve. There is no, there's nothing in between. You can't uh, uh, tend to uh, lean into somebody else's stuff. Oh, you, oh, you can to a degree, but this class specific for you is pass or fail. Ain't no grading on the curve is pass or fail with this class. And I want us to see and really come to understand that in this class, and for our core classes of the faith in general, the way we pass this class is how the Apostle Paul instructed us in 2 Timothy chapter 2, where he said we are to study to show ourselves approved. We are to study to show ourselves approved. So here, right, we have the children of Israel. We're on the other side now. We're in Exodus chapter 15. The children of Israel have made it to the other side. And I want us to understand how all this came to be. The children of Israel were crying out. They were in a place and under a person who was inflicting bondage and persecution on them. They were, they were, they were suffering and they cried out to the Lord in their suffering and in the midst of their affliction and the Lord heard their cry. He, he saw their suffering. He knew their afflictions and he said, but I come to deliver you. I will be your God and you will be my people. I'm coming to deliver you. I have remembered my covenant that I made to our forefathers uh, of, of humanity and forefathers of the faith, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have remembered my covenant towards them that I was going to bring them into a land that I promised them, a land flowing with milk and honey. I remember my covenant. I'm hearing the cries of their affliction. I'm hearing their groanings. I remember my covenant. I've seen their afflictions and I have come on the scene to deliver. So the Lord hears that he responds and he implements his plan of division, De uh, not division, deliverance. Excuse me. Then Exodus chapter five, Moses and Aaron specifically asked Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go for three days. I would, they, they, wanted, they needed to go Exodus chapter five. I believe in the earlier verses, verse five, somewhere in there. It says that they led them on a three day. We needed to go to serve the Lord on a three days journey into the wilderness to sacrifice to the Lord. Remember those three days is going to be important. Moses and Aaron specifically went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go because the Lord, our God has instructed us. He desires for us to take a three days journey into the wilderness to sacrifice to the Lord. Listen, here's something I want you to know right here. Wilderness is not always a bad place. As a matter of fact, wilderness in Christ is never a bad place. 
because the Lord is trying to do, uh, he's trying to minister to us. So something that he's providing in that moment can minister through us for the betterment of somebody else. It's, it's, it's that concept that we have, that missional mindset that we have at Rebuilders to receive the good news, to respond to the good news, and then reproduce the good news in the life of somebody else. And so wilderness in Jesus is never a bad thing if we take on a kingdom perspective. It, it has to be rooted in a kingdom perspective. And so the Lord did exactly what he said he was going to do and what he did in delivering them. He got the glory of a Pharaoh and his army and performed miraculous acts, proving that one, he is their God, two, that he is a man of his word, and three, he always fights for his children. Let me say that again. Somebody needs to be encouraged by that. He defeated Pharaoh. He said in his word that I will get glory over Pharaoh and all of his armies, proving one, that he is our God. He is the Lord God, strong and mighty. He is the Lord God, mighty in battle. The second thing that it proves is he is a man of his word. He's not a man that he should lie, nor is the son of man that he should repent. He keeps his covenant promises. And the last thing I want you to notice out that he always fights for his children. So much so that you don't even have to lift a finger because the Lord lets you know, I will fight your battle. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And so, listen, now that all that has happened, now the children of Israel have gone from, from, from one grade level, now they're moving on to the next. One grade level, they're moving on to the next. And so what is that next area? The core requirement class, and this is what we're going to learn today in this, the core requirement class that we're going to look at today is obedience. In this class period today, this time that we have together, in this class period today, we will seek to learn and understand how to live or survive life on the other side. How do we live? How do we survive in this, this, this new season? How do we live and survive in this, this new place, this new environment, this new culture, this new lifestyle? How do we do that? How do we do that? Well, it's through obedience. Listen to what Titus chapter 2 says. I love to bring Titus chapter 2 in because it's important. Says for the grace of God appeared, we do this through grace, his grace, which is sufficient for us. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Listen to this. Here's what we do in class. We get trained up. Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives. Where? In the present age. Jesus, what was written for us in the former days was written for, written for our instruction. That through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. The same way Jesus worked back then is the same way he's working right now. To live self-controlled, listen, this is what this classroom does for us. This is what these trainings, these class sessions, the Lord has been walking us through in this season. This is what it's helping us to do. It trains us, it's equipping us, it's teaching us. How to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions. How to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness, and watch this, and to purify for himself. To purify. Listen, the wilderness purifies. If you've never known what the wilderness does, I'm telling you right now, make a note of it right here. Write it on your forehead. Write it on your heart. 
write it on your forearm, wherever you know, I don't want you to miss this, write it in your journal, write it in your notebook, write it in your Bible. The wilderness, watch this, the wilderness brings forth purification. It purifies for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. We're going to see it. We're going to see it as we continue to walk through Exodus. We're going to see how the Lord purifies us. And today we're going to see it in a specific way, but we're going to see how the Lord purifies us. Listen to this. Here it is. Grace through faith in Christ is your passport to the other side. And obedience to Christ will be your deed to reside on the other side. Let me give that that because this is this is tying into because out of this, I'm gonna give you our cornerstone thought. Give you our cornerstone thought. This ties into it. Listen, grace through faith in Christ is your passport to the other side. Obedience to Christ will be the deed that allows you to reside on the other side. I gotta say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. That was one for the Father. Two for the son. Now I got to say it a third time for the Holy Ghost. Grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is your passport to the other side. Obedience to Christ is the deed that allows you to reside on the other side. So here's your cornerstone thought. Let me give you that right there. Hopefully that bless you. Here's your cornerstone. Obedience is a core class for the disciple. It's not an elective, and it's never a class that has a substitute teacher. As simple as that. Obedience is a core class for the disciple of Jesus Christ. It is not an elective, and this class can never have a substitute teacher. I got to do it again a third time for the Holy Ghost. Obedience is a core class for the disciple of Jesus Christ. It is not an elective class, and this class never has a substitute teacher. Never has a substitute teacher. He is the only one that can teach us what obedience means and how it is lived out in the life of of one of his own, one of his own disciples. He's the only teacher. He does not pawn this off to any other person. What do I mean by that? Because you could probably process, okay, pastor, well, well, what are you for? Like, what about, so yes, I am an under shepherd, but I want to hear that all of that comes from what he's taught me, how he's ministered to me or any other leader that you may have, any other person that disciples you would have. That still flows out of the Holy Spirit in and through me, operating through me. So he still remains to be the teacher. I'm only a teaching assistant. A discipler, a mentor, uh, another brother or sister in the faith is only a teacher's assistant. We're not the teacher. That teacher remains on the class schedule. Then when you look at that and you see teacher, it's always Jesus. Right there in that call, it's always, he's the great teacher. So we're just his assistants. He's the teacher. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking the time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com.
That's www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we would love to have you join us. On our website, you can find the dates that we are meeting in person as we are still operating under a modified schedule due to the pandemic. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck preaches the second part of his message entitled, The Other Side, Core Requirements. Thank you.